0: You are listening to Melbourne Lights Church Weekly Podcast. <laughs> Who said yeah? <laughs> no, you know, we're a team. Um, let me just say, yes, we do know the lights are flickering. Um, not blind. Sorry to draw your attention to it. We'll figure it out. If you are epileptic, epileptic, I'm sorry, and we'll pray for healing. Um, <laughs> We'll see what we can do. Um, It's not supposed to do that. It's it's not just a a hangover from Rise Up. Um, It is what it is. We'll figure it out. Don't worry about it. God still does does what He does. So, we have the privilege this morning of uh, receiving the word from Paul Zanardo. So, can we put our hands together? Can we stand and welcome him? Come on, (laughs) Paulie. You! So I'm going to pray for Paul. We might switch the lights; these lights off and back on, so if they do switch off and on, don't freak out. Just keep listening to what Paul's saying. This is fun. This is part of life. This is part of, uh, yeah, this is family, okay? Lord, we thank you for Paul. We thank you for the word that he's going to bring, Lord, and we just pray right now, Lord, for fresh anointing upon him, Lord, just for clarity, Lord, as he preaches, Lord, Lord, and Lord, I pray for each of us, So we pray for ourselves that we would have open hearts to receive... All that you want to do today, in Jesus' name, amen. Amen.
1: I'll try. God's good. He's uh, so much in the room, and uh, He's here. We have not come to do church. We've come to have an encounter with Jesus. And so during the preach, at any time, if you need to repent, if you need to come to the altar, if you need to come and respond to the preach, just come and do it. Just come here just respond, please respond. Uh, we believe in full contact sport to preach. <laughs> and just before I preach, Bron, I felt the Lord would say to you, he's seen your heart and he's seen the outstanding work, the hands of Jesus, the mouth of Jesus, in the eyes of Jesus that you have in the community. In fact, you've come today Maybe maybe subconsciously said, Lord, I'd like to receive a word from you today. I just need a word of encouragement. And the Lord says, you are the encouragement. You bring encouragement to so many of us and on the streets. And the Lord says, I've seen the work of your heart. And I find you favoured before the Lord, says the Lord. So Lord, increase what you're doing in Bronnie today. Yes. We thank you for the anointing, the supernatural blessing that Bronnie, Lord, and her family, and Deej, and Hunter are to us. But Lord, you've, you've pointed her out as others today, Lord and Father. When you speak, not one word from you comes void. It always returns back to you with a yes and amen in Jesus' name. We've been doing a series. We've been looking at uh, uh, what does radical discipleship look unto Jesus. Uh, Jesus went preaching the kingdom of God. Uh, we read, it says, seek ye first the kingdom of God. The mandate of every believer, of every follower of the Lord Jesus Christ Is that we establish the rule and reign of Jesus, that we are counterculture, that we establish the culture of the kingdom of God? Jesus preached. Repent and be baptized, and he brought in the kingdom of God. So today, I want to keep on going. I mean, last week was such a manna from heaven from Louise and Matt, and we're just exploring how what does it mean for us to be radical followers of Jesus. What Jesus wants to do in you, He wants to do through you. It's never about you, but it's about bringing the light and shining the light of Jesus, the joy of Jesus into our world. We've been looking at these four basics that we want to be radically biblical. The Word plus nothing, minus nothing. It's in the Word of God. Read the Bible. Don't just have it somewhere. Open it up methodically. Read the Word of God. It says the more you read the Word of God, the more the Word of God will read you. Read the Word of God. We want to be radically obedient in water baptism. We bought a new pool. We want to fill it up every Sunday. Repent and be baptized, said Jesus. We haven't made this up. It's in the Bible. And Jesus got baptized into Jordan. Good enough for Jesus. Good enough for you and I. So get over your pride and get in the water of baptism. Radically filled with the Holy Spirit. We can't do anything without the Holy Spirit. We want to be radically baptized on the Holy Spirit. Radically full of the Holy Spirit. We can do it in the flesh or we can do it in the power of the Holy Spirit. And then we want to be radically part of, uh, what did I write here? Uh, radically joined in a company of believers called the local church. I like that. Company of believers. We believe that these are the railway tracks that Matt preached about a couple of weeks ago. Both individually and then us company, We share something of Jesus with other people. Give it away. Share what Jesus is doing in your midst. So, I want to follow that a little bit today and want to bring three elements of living as radical disciples of Jesus. Now, when you hear the word radical, sometimes, oh, that's for a certain few. What I mean by radical was that Jesus was radical, he wasn't boring. Do we know that? Jesus wasn't boring. When Jesus walked in a room, people would say, Who are you? What are you? He was attractive. As a born-again Christian, man or woman, you are attractive because you use the presence of the living God inside of you that people want what you have. Maybe walk in shopping centres or wherever you go, who are you? What are you? You're different. You're not called to be like everybody else, insipid. You're called to represent Jesus really well. We need to get over ourselves and just let Jesus do what He needs to do through you. He doesn't need improving. You know that? He's perfect in all His way. The Jesus that we just reduced us to tears today yeah. is in this room. So I want to bring three things that I hope would encourage you and bless you today to live this life as radical disciples of Jesus. If you've got your Bible, Matthew 5, please. And then John 13. Jesus had just been preaching on the Beatitudes The Beatitudes, if you look at it, it's kind of the the, the New Covenant commandments of Jesus. And in the context, we pick up from verse 13 to 15, a well-known scripture. You, Melbourne Lights Church, are the salt of the earth. But if salt has lost its taste, how shall its saltiness be restored? It is no longer good for anything except to be thrown out and trampled under people's feet. You, Melbourne Lights Church, are the light of the world. A city set on a hill cannot be hidden, nor do people light a lamp and put it under a basket, but on a stand, and it gives light in the house in the same way, let your light shine before others, so that they may see your good works and give glory to the Father who is in heaven. John 13:34:35. A new commandment I give to you. Love one another as I have loved you. Love one another as I have loved you. By this, all people, all people, all nations, all color skin, all genders, will know that you are my disciples. So today I wanna look at salt, light, and love. That we would walk out of here Full of light and love one another. Pride and prejudice kills love. Love one another. The world will look at us and go, what the flip's going on? They actually love each other. They love each other. They're not bickering. They're not tearing down other denominations. They're not, no, they're lifting each other up. Oh my goodness, I want to be part of that. That's called revival. Revival. When we lay down our sin and our pride and prejudice and our offenses, and we love one another, watch this space. Number one, salt. You're called to be salty. Jesus was different from all His religious people of the day. Whenever He walked in, He changed the atmosphere. He changed what happened. He added to people. He changed it with the kingdom of God. Colossians 4.2 says this, Continually steadfast in prayer, being watchful with thanksgiving. At the same time, pray for us that God may open to us a door for the world to declare the mysteries of Christ on account of which I am in prison, that I make it clear which is how I ought to speak, walking wisdom towards outsiders, making the best use of the time. Let your speech always be gracious. Did you hear that? That's for somebody this morning. Let your speech be gracious, seasoned with salt. Too much salt, not good for you. But no salt, it's insipid and boring. I'm Italian, how can you cook without salt? Come on, Italy's going to win tomorrow. So that you may know how you ought to answer each person. Here in Colossians, Paul is saying, Some have the office of an evangelist, but all of us are called to be silence breakers. All of us. He says, don't be silent, be salty. In your environment, do your neighbours go, oh, there goes Paul Zanata. close the doors, don't talk to him. Or do they want to invite you in? Because you add and you preserve and you do something. Let's look at what salt does. Number one, salt makes you thirsty. Now I know that all of you are good Christians and none of you go to a pub. None of you, Never. But you might have noticed if you went in that house of the devil (laughs) that what they do is that they put salted peanuts out. Now you might think, oh, that publican is very generous and you'd be absolutely wrong. He's not being generous. He knows that salty peanuts are going to make you thirsty. You're going to drink more beer and spend all of your money. That's why they do it, not just to be kind. And so it is with us. That when we are salty, people around us want living water coming out of us. That when I'm salty, people around us says, I want what you have. I am thirsty for living water. The Samaritan woman received from Jesus living water. And Jesus said, you will never thirst again. Salt makes you thirsty that's what it means to be a disciple of Jesus, that I'm not a fruitcake, I'm not weird. I carry, as Louise said last week, the presence of God. And people say, how can I have that laughter? How can I have that peace? How can I have that joy? We're never called to live in a nice little suburban house that looks like everybody else, same car, two and a half kids, Pretend as Christians that our marriage is good, but inside we are yelling at one another. We're called to be different. We come with an opposite spirit. We change the environment. Salt changes the environment. Secondly, salt was used for for seasoning. They didn't have fridges as we do today in Bible times and still today. Salt is used for seasoning of our food. As I said, too much salt is bad for you. Increases your blood pressure and other things. But no salt at all. (laughs) Come on. I know what the doctors say, but a little bit of salt. And so it's used for seasoning. When Jesus came into people's world, He seasoned people with love. He seasoned people with grace. He seasoned them with the supernatural. The religious people gave them rules. Jesus seasoned them with the principles of the kingdom of God. What are you giving people? The Bible says this, from the abundance of the heart, the mouth shall speak. If you're angry, you're gonna give anger. But you're full of Jesus. You bring the soul to Jesus. You're gonna season people's life to become more and more like Jesus. There's no compromise, no demilitarized zone here. Either you're in the kingdom of God or you're in the kingdom of darkness. That's it. Shall I sit down now? Seasoning. And then when we season, We add and multiply. And I preach this every time. The arithmetics of the kingdom of God are simple. We add and we multiply. The devil divides and subtracts. Paul says in Philippians 2, Make my joy complete that you may be in the same heart, same mind and same spirit. Now we're not trying to produce clones. Are you with me? We're not clones here. We're sons and daughters, fearfully and wonderfully made to the image of God. But in terms of direction, it's a church, we're on this thing of disciple shift, changing the atmosphere together. Please don't try to muscle with all other kind of theories that are not what the Holy Spirit is saying to Matt and to the team and to the leadership. We're this together, we're building together. And the fruit of it shows right now. Can I say, what a joy this morning. Such a commander blessing in unity. This is what happened, you know, when we are together and we multiply. Acts 2.41, those accepted his message were baptized. Here we go again. And about 3,000 were added to them on that day. What a problem, Matt Doty. You're preaching the word of God and 3,000 people come through their door. Good problem to have. We're preaching the car parks. We asked my Romanian mate across the road to open up his buildings. But when we preach the right thing, When we stay on the right thing, God adds. God adds because the presence of God is attractive. Seasoning. Number three, salt is a preservative. We preserve things. As as the righteousness of Christ, the message of the gospel of the kingdom is the answer from a rapidly decaying and dying society. Can I say that? Our universities, education system, the media, they are all going against the culture of the kingdom of God. You are the righteousness of Jesus. You carry the kingdom of God inside of you. Jesus changed it. He is the answer to every brokenness and sinfulness and decay in society. We preserve society. We're not an added extra. No, we change society. Because we come counterculture with the love of Jesus, the presence of Jesus, the power of Jesus. And so when you're hearing rubbish, you say, I'm sorry, that's your worldview, but it's not my biblical worldview. We have a biblical worldview, a biblical worldview. And before we impose it and and preach it to other people, may we be living by the Word of God. Amen. Salt seasoning and preserves things. We preserve the decay of society. Every time you pray, every time you go outside uh, next Sunday uh, afternoon into Dandenong on Web Street or whatever you do, every time you share your pres- the presence of God in the marketplace, in your workplace, you're changing the environment. Yes. It shifts yes. because the battle is in the invisible battle. Yes. It's not what you see. You're changing around. You go around, instead of being a grumpy bum, you're adding, you're seasoning. You're seasoning in that place. Yes. It takes no effort to be negative and grumpy. And, and, and complain about other people. But when you add, when you add, the gospel of Jesus comes out of you, emanates outside of you. He says here emphatically, he says, you are the salt of the earth. It is the silent witness of the Christian believer. It is the influence that you have over people's lives in seasons for His eternal glory. Matt, this morning, talked about eternity. We are on about eternity. We're only here for 70, 80, 90 years. I don't want to get to 90. Thank you very much. But I want to make the most of the 80 years, the 70 years, whatever God gives me to bring people into the journey towards eternity, towards the King. Amen. I don't want to waste a minute. I want to play the game. Play the game. Get on board and play the game. I want to say there's a lot of fun when you play the kingdom of God. You see miracles and people saved and people changed, and there are challenges. You know that? The storms of life do come. My boy preached on that on Friday night. But you know what Jesus says in the storm? You will make it to the other side. I love that. He's fast asleep. You know why? Because he's the presence of peace. He is shalom. He's in this room today. In your storm, he's your shalom. And then let's move to the second element. So be salty because it seasons and preserves. Then he says, you, Melbourne Light Church, are the light of the world. There's a lot of words this morning, a rise and shine, a lot of stuff. We are to shine in a dark world. We shine in a dark world. Shine, baby. Shine, Jesus, shine. No, I better stop there. It says this, shine the presence of God. You are the closest thing to Jesus that most, think most people will ever see. You know that. Yeah. You just bring, you bring him with your talents, just the way you are. Bring your talents before Jesus. In John eight twelve, it says this again. Jesus spoke to them, saying, "I am the light of the world. I am." Emphatic statements. Part of the seven statements of Jesus in John. I am, yeah. not I was, not I will be. I am today. This Sunday at Melbourne Lights Church, Jesus is the light, the only light. He's the only way, the only truth, and the only, the way, truth, and light. The only way. Not Buddha, not the latest trend in whatever it is, Jesus, King Jesus. Do you know Him today? Not yesterday's Jesus, not tomorrow's Jesus, today's Jesus. And it says again, what does it say? It says here, he says, in this message, I have heard from him, and I declare, God is light. In him, there is no darkness, no darkness, no no darkness. You got darkness? Ain't Jesus? You experiencing darkness right now? He wants to break it now, now, not at the end of the sermon in, in, in two and a half hours. Now. Now. Depression. Now anxiety now pornography now lying now complaining now anything that puts itself on the throne room instead of the lordship of Christ would you surrender it right now in english it means now i'm happy to sit down right now very happy you do business in your heart says lord I am holding that darkness in my life again. Habitual sin. Let him, him, he's dealing with you now. Consensus, he's here. You can't hide from his presence. (laughs) David tried, he says, where can I flee from your presence? Psalm 51. He's here right now. Can I suggest, give it up. He's bigger than you. Light. He comes and shines into the darkness of sickness. Of sin, of demonization, of fear and anxiety. When Jesus walks in, He brings the kingdom of God, and He shines. He shines. He shines. Oh, to be! Wouldn't it have be, been fantastic to be there in the days of Jesus? He walks in, and He shines. Have you ever been at a concert and they ask us all to take your phone out and we put our torches on? You're the torch. You're the light bulb. You're the spotlight. I want to ask you a question this morning. How bright is your light bulb? Yeah, wow. Here it is. The closer you come to Jesus the light, the stronger is your light. Yeah. The further you walk away from Him, and you'll let other lordships in your life, lordships, the dimmer it becomes. Dimmer? Is that how we say dimmer? Yeah. Yeah. And so today, can I encourage you? Come closer. Yeah. You carry Him. And then you're going to shine, baby. You're going to come in a dark environment. You walk in and people go, oh, my Lord. The lights, those lights can flicker. They stop flickering. There you go. But you shine. Jesus shone light in a dark world. In a dark world. Not only does it speak about Jesus, the light, but it speaks about the presence of God. His presence is indispensable indispensable. Where can I go from your presence? We bring it. Louise said it so well last Sunday. Everywhere we go, we carry in the presence of, of Jesus. The presence of Jesus is not just on a Sunday morning. Amen. 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 It's in your marriage. It's in your relationship. It's in your work. It's in your business. You carry the presence of God. And when you carry the presence of God, watch what happens. Watch the answers that God will give you. People will be baffled. Where did you get that answer from? And you say, from the presence of God. From the presence of God. Some Right now, some of you are making big decisions. Don't you dare make them out of the presence of God. It's called disobedience. You carry the presence of God. It speaks about the anointing. The anointing, the light of Jesus brings the anointing. It says in Acts 17, And when they could not find them, they dragged Jason and some of the other brothers before the city authorities, shouting. Jason. They dragged Jason. Not Jason. I nearly said something naughty. Drags, Jason, Jason. Drags. No, no, Stop it. Stop it. Naughty lot. Naughty church. But this is what they said. These men who have turned the world upside down have also come here. May they say it of you and I. Melbourne Lights Church. Oh, that's the church that turns Casey upside down. That turns our neighbourhood upside down, whatever it is. We turn Melbourne upside down. You, my friend, your talents, don't compromise. Get salty, get full of light. Don't be bland, don't be insipid. You just have to carry your one telling before the Lord says, here it is. I'm not going to bury it. Is the word insipid? Did I just make it up? Might be a woggy word. Come on, Italy. These men and women who've turned the world upside down. We didn't do promise, promise, um, promise keepers. We didn't do silence breakers just for another course. Not another course, an alpha course. No, we did it because we truly believe that you and I together, can change this environment upside down for the kingdom of God, that we truly believe in revival and that it is a cost for discipleship. Dietrich Bonhoeffer famously wrote, before he got killed, as he opposed the the German dictatorship of the day, he said, it'll cost me everything, but I will not compromise on the grace of God and I will share it with everybody. It cost him his life. He got killed, he got martyred. Matt, a few weeks ago, said this, that some will go to the nations and never come back. Never come back. There is a cost of discipleship. But when I carry his light and I bring his salt, I'm advancing the kingdom of God. And it reminds me of another person that cost him his life. On a cross. The third element, and I believe that the first two must admit to this, is the great commandment, Love one another as I have loved you. By this the world will know that you are my disciples. Love is the greatest, says Paul in Corinthians thirteen. I can be salty. I can be light. I can say all the shunderbubbers in the world. But if I don't have life, love, I'm like a resounding symbol. Love is the motivator. Love the Lord your God with all of your heart. Love the Lord your God, and then love one another. Look at the people in the room. That means look at the people in the room in English right now. Love them different to you. They might annoy the heebie-jeebies out of you. You're not, you're, the Bible says love one another. Yeah. Love one another. When you speak of, 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 of Beric Church of Christ, speak well of them. Yeah. The AUG, speak well of them. Yeah. We got tested this week about something we were organising. And the Lord told us as a leadership, speak well. And the fruit of that was amazing. We got tested. Can I say that? I got tested. I got a gentle whatever. And I wanted to give them a five-finger blessing. And, and the Lord says, and it was a test. It's a test. It tests our hearts because He won't compromise on love. He died on the cross because of love. He came into the world in Genesis 1 because of love. And He says in, Gen, in, in Revelation 22, He's going to come back for a pure and spotless bride. Love is the greatest. He demonstrated love. If I haven't got love, I've got nothing. You want revival? Check your heart. You want the favor of God? Check your heart. You want the finances of God? Check your heart. Because a a healthy heart is generous. A healthy heart forgives. A healthy heart doesn't complain and be negative about other people. A healthy heart gives it all to Jesus. Because all to Jesus, I surrender. This is the activation this week and I'm finished. I'm gonna ask you this question. Would you ask this question of yourself? How salty am I? How salty am I? Do I make a difference? Do I change people's lives? Or do I change the environment? Do I preserve the environment? Do I add the environment? Do I multiply at work and business, whatever you do? How can I be salty and change the atmosphere? How can I add that people wanna be around us, amen? The religious people didn't want Jesus, but let me tell you, the sinner was very happy to see Jesus. On the other side of your obedience, there are millions of people waiting to have an encounter with Jesus. On the other side of your obedience, there's a man, woman with cancer, people with COVID, people with anxiety, depression, suicide, suicide. I just looked at another statistics in our area here. You know that we've lost 80 kids in the last month. It must stop. It's demonic. Suicide is demonic. And I know I say it every every preach. But we need to break it. On the other side of your obedience, you carry salt and light and love and the glory of the Lord. We're gonna change lives. Amen. 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 I'm preaching in a couple of uh, next months at the huge Waverly College. And I said, I will preach on one thing. I'm gonna preach on John 10. I've come that you may have life and life to abundance and I'm gonna go after suicide. I'm gonna bring a team. And if you don't want that, don't invite me in, but I'm gonna go after it. And they said, would you please? We were waiting for that. How salty am I? Number two, how's your kingdom light bulb going? Is it time to get closer to Him yet again? Time to get baptized in the Holy Spirit. Would you stand? Let's just stand. We might worship. I'm not sure what the team are ready. But just prepare your hearts. Got a few minutes left. And thirdly, how's your love barometer? How's your love barometer? How's your love tank? How's your love tank? Barry White, don't worry. You're too too young, too young. How's your love barometer? Who do you need to forgive? You need to forgive yourself. Are you offended with somebody? Are you hurt? You're angry? You're holding offenses from 500 years ago? And you wonder why there's no blessing from God? Let it go. Let it go. Let it go. Let me tell you, you're not going to win. You will not win. So right now, before we worship, just lift up your hands. This is a precious morning, beautiful morning. God is good. God spoke. He healed. He moved. But God wants to release a salty, full of light, completely loving generation of disciples of Jesus. And it starts with you and I. It starts with a tender heart. If you need to repent, we preach repentance in our church here because Jesus did. And right now, can we just close your eyes for a minute? Matt, is that okay? If you are here this morning, you come to church or you've come with somebody, you've heard these cardinal preaching before, but you've never given your life to Jesus. Would you allow me to introduce him to you? Would you pray this prayer to make him the Lord and saviour of your life? To live a life that is so radical that you bring salt and light and love and you change the world. You want purpose? Jesus is the purpose. You want to know what your life calling is? The kingdom of God. You want power in your life? The Holy Spirit is the power. I'm going to pray now if you've never given your life to Jesus. And Then I'm going to ask you to put your hand up and respond in obedience. And here's the prayer. Pray this quietly and repeat it with me. Dear Jesus, I am a sinner. I repent this morning of my sin. Thank you for dying on the cross for me because you love me so incredibly much. And so today I come and bow in obedience before your Lordship. Cleanse me now with the blood that you shed on that cross. Fill me and baptize me with supernatural power. I want today, and I believe I will by your word, today I'm going to become born again, a child of God, a girl of God, a son of God, I pray this today with, my, with all the capacity I have. My life is in your hands, I pray in Jesus' name. Every eye closed. Would you just lift up your hand now if you prayed that this morning. You just be obedient. If you prayed that this morning for the first time, you just say, yes, Lord, here I am. Amen. And just very quickly, Holy Spirit, We want to be your disciples. We want to be discipled and we want to be your disciples. Lord, as we open our homes, who can we invite this week? Who can we disciple this week? Is it my neighbour, my footy coach, the green grocer, Lord God, the banker? Who can I reach out with the love of Jesus this week? Who can I shine light upon this week? Help me to be honest with my life, my taxes, end of financial year. Give me righteousness with my taxes, Lord God. I'm not going to rip the system off. That we would walk humbly before the Lord. Holy Spirit's doing amazing business right now.
0: enjoyed this week's message if you have any questions or would like more information please contact us at melbournelightschurch.com.au